0: Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including a little Santa Claus. It is one week exactly from that big Christmas day. And our Santa Claus themes, as we bring you great guests, as we talk NFL, as we talk college football's national signing day, as we contemplate UNC without Cole Anthony playing at number two Gonzaga on national TV tonight. As Zion Williamson, the former Duke star, gets closer to his NBA debut. Remember, he was number one overall to the New Orleans Pelicans in the draft this year. He still hasn't made his NBA debut. He's getting close. The MLS is coming to North Carolina, specifically to Charlotte. And believe it or not, that soccer team will be on the pitch roughly 14 months from now, early in 2021. We have some leftovers from yesterday's big news. Speaking of big news, the Carolina Hurricanes are playing some of the best hockey that the NHL has to offer. They beat Winnipeg last night. They have seven of a possible eight points on their tour of Western Canada. They play one more time on the road before returning home to PNC Arena this coming Saturday night. With that in mind, the Santa Claus theme is twofold today. We have a question of the day with Santa Claus in mind. We have a shout-out to someone we know right now is listening to The David Glenn Show as we come at you live in almost 300 North Carolina cities and towns. Here are the Santa Claus themes. One allows for your participation by phone, question of the day style. The other allows for you to win tickets like we are Santa Claus and we are tucking those tickets into your Christmas stocking. Maybe you've been naughty this year. Maybe you've been nice. Either way, you are eligible for free Canes tickets. Today's winner will have a pair to this coming Saturday night's game between the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes at PNC Arena. Do not try to win today unless you're available this Saturday. As I say hello to my producer, Darren Vaught, as we celebrate the return of intern Philip representing Appalachian State University. He technically has the emeritus label next to the word intern, so we thank him for his holiday contribution. Intern Will is around and about as well as he has been a fixture of our 2019 staff. We have a Santa Claus question of the day. We have a Santa Claus-style winner: Canes tickets in your stocking. Here's my request. Darren, sometimes this has happened to me, actually. I actually made dinner reservations with really good friends for this coming Saturday night. Now, you know I'm a Canes season ticket holder, and I know the Canes are home against the Capitals this Saturday night, but... Things I write on my calendar include games that we have to cover, right? I'm going to be away from the family, so I have to write it on the family calendar. Hey, Duke Carolina is tonight or whatever, or this big tailgate tour stop. So I write it on the calendar. Sometimes there are things in the sports world that I forget to write on the calendar because we're not going there in person. So if I said, would you like to win tickets to the Capitals Canes this Saturday night? And I just did this with some close friends, Maria and I made Saturday night, December 28th, our dinner date night. And I knew that I was not going to this Canes game. Again, I'm a season ticket holder. I go to the majority of home games, and I rarely cover it as a member of the media because I have so much fun drinking beer and eating food and celebrating with my friends and family. I forgot on the dinner reservation side that this Saturday night is also the NCAA's, well, college football's, better put, semi-final games on the way to the national championship so because i'm not going to those games i didn't write it on the family calendar so when maria and i got the request for a holiday dinner gathering oh yeah saturday december 28th sounds great <laughs> my buddy in this quartet headed to dinner called me this morning thanks to local attorney alan from uh, dg I don't want to be the one to tell the ladies that we forgot about the college football playoff semifinal games, but I know I want to watch those games. And if I remember correctly, it's kind of your job to watch those games. I don't want to be the one to tell them you're the sports radio guy. Can you just break it gently to them that this Saturday night is probably not the best night for our dinner gathering? So that falls on me. I haven't done it yet. So if either Maria or Rivka are listening tonight, sorry, we're going to have to move Saturday's dinner reservations to a different (laughs) night. Again, thanks to my buddy Alan Fromm, a distinctive attorney here in the Triangle area. I mention this because whoever wins the Canes tickets against the Capitals this Saturday night, keep in mind, if you're that big of a college football fan, don't win these tickets, right? (laughs) Win a different day for a different night. There's a seven-game homestand coming up for the Carolina Hurricanes starting with that Saturday night game against uh, the next Saturday, I mean, against the Capitals. So a week from this Saturday, I'll actually be there this Saturday with the family in our on-the-glass seats. It's a week from Saturday that the college football playoff semi-finals will be. It's a week from Saturday that our dinner reservations will be. It's a week from Saturday, or were, it's a week from Saturday that our free tickets Santa Claus style on today's program are going to. So if you know you're going to be watching the college football game somewhere, don't win today. These are great lower-level seats at PNC Arena so only try to win a little bit later if you know you can go to that December 28th Hank Cain's Capitals game. Many of our favorite Caniacs also are college football fans. Not all of them, but that's, those are big games. Out of all the postseason football games in college football, I would say those are two that fit the must-see TV category Great hockey matchup, Capitals at Canes. Free tickets today, Santa Claus style. And here's how you can jump in on the Santa Claus-inspired question of the day. Who in the North Carolina sports world has the best chance of delivering something special in the 2020 calendar year? Could be a person, could be a team, college, pro, franchise, whatever. Who in the North Carolina sports world has the best chance of Santa Claus-style Delivering something special in the 2020 calendar year. I can think of an in state college team that could do something very special in March or April of 2020. I can think of an in state professional team that has by far the best shot at not only making the season, postseason, but maybe delivering some postseason magic in the 2020 calendar year. Santa Claus question of the day as we open our phone line statewide in North Carolina, live in almost 300 cities and towns, who in the North Carolina sports world has the best chance of Santa Claus style delivering something special in the 2020 calendar year? We'll get to a lot of other things. It is National Signing Day in college football. Did you know that including this year, because all four semifinalists qualify for this label, 18 straight national champions in college football had at least one top 10 recruiting class on their roster at the time they won it all, and most had multiple top 10 recruiting classes on the roster at the time they won it all. Now, I'll be the first to tell you recruiting rankings are far from perfect. They get individual players wrong all the time. The hidden gem sometimes is the college superstar. The five-star high school prospect sometimes is a bust. But when 18 straight national champions had at least one top 10 recruiting class on the roster at the time they raised the trophy, there's something to a national signing day like this. I'll let you know who finished in the top 10 nationally, and I'll let you know we've always been following the in-state pendulum. In my 33 years of covering this stuff, and I used to cover recruiting really closely, football and basketball, more than a decade ago, I kind of handed that off to members of my staff. But in many years, the best in-state high school football seniors fled the state of North Carolina as if, you know, we had locusts or something. This year, the pendulum has swung in a different direction. Now, not every top prospect stayed and signed with an in-state college football program. But after many years where the majority left, the majority stayed this time, and there is one in particular big headline as we contemplate National Signing Day in college football. For many years, it was the first Wednesday in February. In recent years, they moved to this mid-December National Signing Day. You know, commitments mean nothing in the eyes of the NCAA. First time you can sign a national letter of intent in this sport anyway, college football, is this new mid-December signing period. That goes from commitment, means nothing again in the eyes of the NCAA, to letter of intent signed. That means a lot in the eyes of the NCAA. We'll get to UNC, Gonzaga, and other college basketball. We'll get to return of Zion Williamson and other NBA. We'll get to the surging Carolina Hurricanes, some MLS leftovers as well. Quick shout-out holiday-style, Santa Claus-style, Matt Lewis and our friends at Sport Clips, and they have like 70-plus locations across North Carolina. They are one of the greatest, most loyal, most deep-rooted David Glenn Show supporters over our 20 years in this crazy industry. Shout-out to Matt and his staff at the North Hills location in Raleigh of Sport Clips. They are special to me and my family. I've taken my dad there, I've taken my son there, and I get my haircuts, plus, of course, the unforgettable MVP treatment right there at Sport Clips. I go to several different locations, but the closest to my place of work is right there in lovely North Hills. So shout out to Matt Lewis and the rest of his amazing staff at that particular location listening to The David Glenn Show as we speak. 1-800-849-2761. Dick Vital drops by later. You want some energy? You want some college basketball? We'll give you all that and more with Dickie V in our third hour. Will Healy of the Charlotte 49ers is in his first year there, is only 33 years old, is the second youngest head coach in all of FBS, which includes, of course, more than 100 college football programs. He's taking the 49ers of Charlotte to their first ever bowl game like in the history of the school. He is continuing our parade of bowl-bound coaches. Mack Brown of the Tar Heels has already stopped by. Sam Washington of North Carolina A&T has already dropped by. Dave Clawson of Wake Forest. The new guy, Sean Clark at Appalachian State, also will drop by. As this weekend, remember, begins bowl season. And actually, all three bowls that will take place this weekend, either Friday or Saturday, all three of the opening bowls of bowl season involve a North Carolina team. One of those is Charlotte. They get to go to the Bahamas for their bowl game. Will Healy of the 49ers this hour. Dick Vitale on college basketball. Third hour. And we'll mix in a whole lot of other things. 1-800-849-2761. Canes tickets... We play Santa Claus, you play recipient a little bit later. Santa Claus question of the day, one week before Christmas, who in the North Carolina sports world has the best chance of delivering something special, get it, in the 2020 calendar year? I have at least two really good answers to that question. My statewide audience always is creative in supplementing whatever we have to offer, Ben wants in from Benson, Bob wants in from Wilmington, Brandon wants in from Gardner. You can be next at 1 800 849 2761. Great guests later, your calls now, Kane's tickets later, and the Santa Claus question of the day. At least one pro team and at least one college team lead my list of candidates. Who in the North Carolina sports world has the best chance of delivering something special in 2020? my answer and yours next on the david glenn show jerome robinson are you a hugger or a handshake guy how does it work if adam silver is waiting for you i really don't know i I hope it's not awkward (laughs) Uh, you know i hope it's not like a hand to hug to hand kind of thing but i don't know i might just mess around and just hug him no hands i think he's a hugger Uh, you're listening to the david glenn show David Glenn show we're coming to your calls now on the Santa Claus inspired question of the day we play Santa Claus later when we give away Canes tickets that is one red-hot hockey team the tickets we're giving away today will be a week from Saturday Capitals at Hurricanes it is the same night as the college football semifinal games So only try to win if you know you can gobble up these seats. They are really good ones in the lower level. We hope to send you there a little bit later Santa Claus style. How can you participate on the Santa Claus question of the day? Well, here's how. Who in the North Carolina sports world, one week before Christmas we asked this question, has the best chance of Santa Claus style delivering something special in the 2020 calendar year? Right out of the gate, a single professional team came to my mind and right out of the gate, a single college team based here in North Carolina came to my mind. As we come to Ben and Benson and Bob and Wilmington and others, I remind you that the Hornets of the NBA, while better than expected, are not going to be a playoff team in all likelihood this year. So it would be a lot to ask of James Borrego and Michael Jordan and friends to be one of the 2020 success stories. Now, y'all might be eternal optimists and say the Carolina Panthers because they have, as often as not, given us some thrills in the NFL context. And because that's America's most popular sport, obviously when the Panthers do well, everybody does well in our neighborhood, if you will. However... I could not place a team that, as we speak, does not have a new vice president yet, does not have a head coach right now, not without an interim label, Perry Fuel, and does not know who the starting quarterback is going to be next year. Now, you may have a crystal ball that's different than mine. I can't go down that road with the Panthers. The first two teams that came to mind for me as we come to your calls and as we look forward to the bowl-bound Will Healy of the Charlotte 49ers this hour, Dickie V, the legendary broadcaster Dick Vitale of ESPN in hour number three. First two that came to mind, the Duke basketball Blue Devils. You've seen Mike Krzyzewski win five NCAA titles. He has a legitimate shot at number six. Now, is he the overwhelming favorite? No. Is this one of those years where you'd be surprised if Duke did not win it all? No, I'm not saying that. And there could be other lower-level success as well, right? I mean, North Carolina A&T and App State and Wake Forest and even resurgent UNC in college football may give us interesting headlines again next year. But at the highest level, even if, you know, Wes Miller leads UNCG into the NCAA tournament and Lavelle Moton and NC Central are once again among the darlings of March Madness. We have other success stories. Or Kevin Keats maybe has a big breakthrough with the NC State Wolfpack. I think those can all be really good stories. Coach K has a team that is among the half a dozen best bets to win the whole darn thing. And I know that we've said that more than five times over his decades running the Duke program. But with Trey Jones as a sophomore point guard, the Devils are ranked in the national top five. They've only lost once. They've beaten quality opponents. They have really talented youngsters. Trey Jones at point guard. Vernon Carey Jr. is blossoming into a first-team All-ACC and All-American type guy right before our eyes, even as a likely one-and-done freshman on his way to the NBA lottery. Cassius Stanley and Wendell Moore and Matthew Hurt as freshmen, they're already good in some ways. Odds are they're going to be better versions of themselves come February and March Madness. And then the veteran role players, while not great and probably while needing to be more consistent down the, the pike, Coach K, when he has a healthy team, and that's an unpredictable equation, part of the equation, tends to have teams that get better day-to-day, week-to-week. In the 2020 calendar year, Santa Claus question of the day. Who in North Carolina sports has the best chance of delivering something special, Santa Claus style, in the 2020 calendar year? I think the Duke basketball Blue Devils are one of the two best answers to the question, and I actually think the Carolina Hurricanes are the other. With all due respect to all the pro teams that we follow, all the pro athletes that we follow, Panthers, Hornets, NASCAR, golf, and otherwise, the Carolina Hurricanes, folks, have won five of their last six. They have won six of their last eight. The scores lately have included six to two, six to three, four to nothing. Last night at a good Winnipeg team, it was six to three Canes over the Winnipeg Jets. Those six wins in that stretch also included a win over Tampa Bay, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. Those more recent three wins and an overtime loss in Western Canada, remember that seven of a possible eight points so far on this five-game road trip that concludes tomorrow night against the Colorado Avalanche, those are impressive resume builders. Those are a reflection of a team that's getting good goaltending and probably has as much higher-end skill as any Canes team I've ever seen. As much, if not more, and I have followed them from day one as a guy who grew up with hockey in the Philadelphia area and have celebrated the NHL's presence here in North Carolina since the Canes arrived from Hartford in 1997. They won the Stanley Cup in 2006. They've taken us on long playoff rides in other years. No, they're not the only one that has a chance to end up, you know, in the final four of hockey, if you will, where they remember ended last year in year one of the owner Tom Dundon head coach Rod Brindamore combination. Andrei Svechnikov had another lacrosse goal last night. The kid's 19 years old, number two overall pick in the NHL draft from Russia. He leads the team with 35 points. The lacrosse goal, for those who don't know, you kind of hook the puck, defying gravity with your stick. Just your stick, not like your glove over the puck on your stick, just your stick. And from behind the net, you reach around and tuck it over the goalie's shoulder. When he did it earlier this year, he was not the first hockey player ever to do it, but he was the first NHL player ever to do it in a real game. Now he's done it again last night against Winnipeg. Six to three wins, you know, beating Calgary, which was on a seven-game winning streak, at their place for nothing. These are not easy things to do. Many of these wins are over other playoff-caliber teams. Many of these wins are convincing wins on the road. And Andrei Svechnikov, while the lead team leader in points at 19 years old, he's got plenty of help. Sebastian Aho's only 22, and he actually leads the team with 20 goals, including a couple more last night in Winnipeg. Tevo Taravainen, another Finn like Aho, 25 years old, acquired from Chicago a few summers ago. He actually leads the team and assists with 27, including an absolute beauty to his fellow Finn Aho. Last night at Winnipeg, Dougie Hamilton has blossomed into one of the best offensive defensemen in the entire NHL since his acquisition by trade. Jacob Slavin's a reliable two-way rock on defense. Jordan Stahl, the captain, is a reliable two-way rock up front. Marty Natchez is a really talented 20-year-old skill player who's only going to get better. Peter Mrazek and James Reimer in net have been reliable most nights and great occasionally. They have two shutouts each as Mrazek's getting about two-thirds of the starts and Reimer the other third, and Reimer's numbers are actually slightly better in some categories as the backup. There's a lot of good to chew on. If you like grinders, Brock McGinn and Warren Fogle and others, you got to have them too if you're going to make a run. This was not a mirage, what we saw last year. The Duke basketball Blue Devils And the Carolina Hockey Hurricanes are the two teams I think have the best chance of, quote, delivering something special Santa Claus style in 2020. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket into the program. We'll take Bob in Wilmington. We'll get to Will Healy, the Charlotte 49ers head coach. He's taking his team to the Bahamas for a football bowl game. That sounds like a good destination regardless of why you're going. Bob, welcome to the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead. Hey, I was originally thinking that David Tepper was going to deliver in 2020 with, his, with our our soccer team, but that's not happening until 21, I was told. Well, that's true. Now, let's give him credit. He at least delivered the team. It became official this week. So that's technically 2019, but I get where you're going, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, I'm a Whalers fan from Connecticut. They came here the same year I did. I watched them in Greensboro for two years. Cool. And I think Brindy's going to bring us two press. one in April, And maybe one in June. Oh, that's what I like to hear. For those who don't know, June would be when the Stanley Cup is raised. It was June 19th, if I remember correctly, 2006. Easy for me to remember because that's my dad's birthday. He's not as much a hockey guy as he is a fan of some other sports. But Rod Brindamore was the first guy with his hands on that cup. When it was handed to him by the commissioner, he did his little dance and pro sports in our state changed forever. I think the Canes have everything going for them. Knock on wood, you got to stay healthy, right? To make the kind of run you want to make. But that's a playoff caliber team. They have been brilliant on this road trip. I look forward to seeing them this Saturday night at PNC Arena. And I look forward to sending a winner later to that December 28th matchup against the Capitals in Raleigh. Seven straight home games for the Canes, starting with that December 28th game. We're going to give a prize winner tickets to that one, two lower-level seats at PNC Arena as the Capitals visit the Canes. Thank you to Bob in Wilmington. We'll get to more calls a little bit later. Will Healy is the second-youngest head coach in FBS football at only 33 years old. And in his first year with the Charlotte 49ers, he took a program that had never been to a bowl game, to not only a bowl game, but how about in the Bahamas two days from now? Roughly 48 hours from now, Charlotte's 49ers kick off bowl season in the Bahamas. That rising young star head coach, Will Healy, next on the David Glenn Show. Roy Williams, welcome yeah. back to the David Glenn Show. Last year, two chains came
1: walking by, and he reached his hand yeah. down and uh, shook my hand and said, two chains. And about five seconds after oh. he walked away, I said, I missed a great opportunity. I should have said three rings.
0: One <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. That's vibe. Keep it yeah. here on The David Glenn Show. Welcome back to The David Glenn Show. Dick Vitale on college basketball a little bit later. More on National Signing Day. UNC at Gonzaga. The return of Zion Williamson in the NBA. The MLS coming to Charlotte, North Carolina. The red-hot Carolina Hurricanes and other things. But joining us now... On National Signing Day is one of the rising stars of the college football coaching profession. He is joining us from the Bahamas where his Charlotte 49ers are going to A... Their first bowl game in the history of the program, and they are doing that against Buffalo this Friday on national TV, ESPN style. They're doing it under a guy who pretty much just got there 33 year old Will Healy. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show and congratulations, coach. I would almost never ask you, how's the weather? But considering that it's in the 40s here in North Carolina, I have to know, as a fan of the tropics, how is the weather for you in the 49ers as you are in Nassau, Bahamas?
1: Let's just say uh, I have a, a very solid tan I'm working on, <laughs> and uh, it is—I'm uh, sweating. So if that tells you anything, uh, it is—it is perfect. Uh, water's perfect. Uh, weather's been great, so uh, I hope we can hold off some of this rain uh, for the game on Friday.
0: Coach, before we get to the football, you have gone viral in part because of your shirtless club lit uh, celebrations. Now, club lit, while perhaps fictional, I'm not sure, seems like a place that I would have wanted to be, especially in my younger days. Uh, Tell us how it works after wins. Best I can tell, this is limited to the locker room, but tell us about club lit and what was the inspiration for the strobe lights and the rest of that celebration.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I learned a lot at Austin P. Um, you know, just talking to our guys about enjoying whether they're big victories or small victories, but being able to celebrate your success. And uh, we we were on a 29-game losing streak, and uh, some of our guys, you know, we, we practiced great all week long, and we got a rear-end kick versus Miami of Ohio. And, uh, I said, why do we look so excited, energetic during the week, Monday through Friday, and Saturday we look disinterested? and one of our fifth-year seniors said, Coach, we've gotten our butts kicked for so long now, Saturdays are not fun. Monday yep. through Friday, we get to hide. Uh, and so I said, all right, well, we win the game on Saturday. We'll have more fun than anybody you've ever seen in your entire life. <laughs> and, and so we smoked cigars, tore down goalposts after winning the first game in, in 30 games. And, uh, its I mean, that, that mentality has not stopped. I don't care how used to winning you are. Um, I mean, it's important that you enjoy the Saturdays where you find a way to win a football game because you work your rear end off for 365 days for 12 guaranteed opportunities. And in my opinion, if your team doesn't enjoy them and, and crave wanting to feel that way again, then you're losing. And so uh, we definitely enjoy Club Lit. Every Saturday it travels. <laughs> it is in the Bahamas. The sun is waiting. We can find a way to win the football game.
0: Will Healy is joining us. He is the first-year head coach of the Charlotte 49ers. He is kind enough to call us from the Bahamas. You can follow him on Twitter. He is fun there as well. It's at Coach underscore heels. That's Coach underscore and then H-E-A-L-S. His 49ers actually get to kick off the entire bowl season on national TV against Buffalo this Friday afternoon, 2 o'clock on ESPN. You gave us several elements, I think, that'll be part of the answer to my next question. You know, responding to adversity, reacting the right way to maybe an ugly defeat or a slower start than you wanted, Uh, learning to celebrate You know, on game day. In the more general sense, Coach, it is not easy to take over a program that had been losing and quickly go to a bowl game, in your case, year one with the 49ers, but in the even broader sense, it is not easy to take anybody to the first school, uh, the first first bowl in school history in that broadest of senses. How did you all do it this quickly, even as many thought you would do it eventually? This is quick, man. Is it even quicker than you thought?
1: Well, I mean, I think the crazy part about this year is that even during the year, your expectations change, you know, I mean, you go two and one, you're playing pretty well early and you think, yeah, we should, we should be bowl eligible. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're two and five and you're like, where in the world is there a win on the schedule the rest of the way? Um, you know, so I, I agree that responding to adversity the way you've been able to build a program and, and, and go through so many different adverse situations this year alone. I mean, we feel like we've been through like four different seasons in one year. But I think the two things for me that I give, number one, uh, the, the assistant coaches that we've hired are really good. And uh, I, I mean that. Like there's – I'm, I'm – I do the thing from a, from a CEO level and I'm, I'm in marketing and how to get fan support and how to raise money and all those types of things. And, uh, I, I got a group that coaches our rear end off and, and schemes the heck out of people. And, uh, we've found ways to be creative with, uh, at, at times, a uh, personnel that we're still trying to grow. And so, uh, and then the other thing about it is we got a group of, of seniors that bought in from the get go. And, uh, helped us share a message and, and push a culture and believed in our process, even when we weren't giving them the results that they wanted. or uh, It's felt like that they deserved, and, and they kept it going, and next thing you know, they're being rewarded with the trip to the Bahamas. So, Will, Will Healy's cool joining,
0: joining us on the David Glenn Show. Sorry to cut you off there, Coach. Uh, in your first year, I mean, it's amazing, second youngest head coach in the FBS, The world notices when you do this well and you take the 49ers to their first bowl game. I was told that Ole Miss and Missouri of the SEC and maybe even others that I am not aware of at least contacted you. We know in this world, nobody can promise that they'll stay where they are forever. But what would you share with 49ers fans just about your mindset as you did receive some interesting phone calls, but you're also obviously invested in what you're building there in Charlotte?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest part about it is when your family's happy and your staff is happy, then why do you need to look to go somewhere else? When you feel like that there's a, a vision for what could happen for the program and you can continue to build it, I mean, yeah, I, 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 it's no different than a recruit. I mean, all of a sudden they pop an SEC offer, and it's like the new girlfriend in town. Right. And things get Your eyes get big, and you're like, holy cow. um but I think when you step away and you think about what's best for your future and your family, and it, it's gotta be the right fit. And, and I say this all the time, and this is not to throw stones at Eli or anybody like that. I mean, it, it is, um, uh, th- those are, I mean, the amount of money that he just made right. by going to Missouri is life yep. changing, family changing. I sure. don't blame him. my bit. The guy went to, tw- you know, one, what, 11 or 12 games, yep. uh, beat North Carolina and South Carolina. What else do you want him to do there? You did a great job. Uh, I think there's a lot more unfinished business for me here. uh, And I feel like it's a place that we're really happy in a city that we're really thankful to be in. And it it wasn't the right time. And I'm not, listen, I could get fired just as easily as I could get another job. You know, I mean, things, you can go from hot to not in a heartbeat. Um, And so I'm sure that, you know, you you pray that you made the right decision and for the right reasons. and, And for us this year, I thought it was come back and let's keep building this thing.
0: Will Healy joining us from the Bahamas here on the David Glenn Show. His 49ers playing in the Bahamas Bowl on Friday against Buffalo on ESPN. It is National Signing Day. Uh, Coach, I've been at this for 33 years. National Signing Day has not only changed its place on the calendar, first Wednesday in February to now mid-December, it just feels more chaotic than ever. I mean, grad transfers, major college transfers, but also junior college and the traditional high school seniors. How has it worked today for the 49ers? I think you're allowed to talk about whoever's officially signed and you're not allowed to talk about commitments, et cetera. So share what you can. How did folks react to the fact that you were a success? story in your first year at Charlotte
1: well it's been a great class and we got a couple that uh we're still waiting on um our reception in the uh in the Bahamas has not been uh like you would hope that's the only thing I can complain about. Uh-huh. But, uh <laughs> the uh it's been a great class I mean you know for us it was we needed to uh, Continue a buzz in recruiting, and I think we've done that. I mean, we should have one of the top classes in Conference USA, if not the top class in Conference USA, and uh, contend with, and and probably be ranked ahead of some uh, some Power Five schools. And uh, so, really good class. Now, what happens is, all of a sudden, you get into, you go two and five to seven and five, you create a little bit of buzz. Now you're fighting some battles uh, that you probably had never fought before, some legitimate ACC SEC type battles. (laughs) You win some, you lose some. No, we we were fortunate enough to win a couple of them, and and then some of them, just like I talked about as a coach, you got big eyes, and and uh, they felt like it was a really good fit. And we lost some of them, so uh, it means we're fighting the right battles. I don't, I take those personally, which is probably a fault of mine. But uh, we're going to sign an outstanding class that will meet uh, our needs uh, because we have plenty of them, especially with the senior class that we're losing. Uh, but it'll be a very well uh, regarded class, and uh, we felt like we hit some hit some home runs, and we beat people. We competed against people that we will compete against on Saturdays in recruiting, and we won battles. And that's a that's a big step forward. I mean, we've shattered every recruiting record we've had around here.
0: Last thing for you, Coach, I know when you used the phrase reception in the Bahamas, you were talking about, like, a technological issue, not, not how bowl officials have embraced you and your team, I'm hope, sure. No. Uh, so no, with, no, 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 i, I, I I'm talking I, about cell phone I know. Coverage. I had a feeling. I cell just wanted to coverage. sort of underline that for you. But as we thank yeah. you for, you know, the extra effort award calling us from the Bahamas, give us a sense. Mac Brown joined us recently, and he said a lot of folks forget when they complain, oh, there are too many bowl games – There's a percentage of my roster that when, number one, they're not sure where they're going for the holidays because they're from families of modest or no means whatsoever and there truly are sometimes zero under the Christmas tree for young men from families that just don't have the ability to provide those Christmas presents. So I know the uh, modern rules allow for, what, $550 or so of bowl swag? H- how much fun has that allowed your guys in the Bahamas, and what kind of things are in their shopping carts, so to speak, thanks to bowl season? I,
1: I, I totally agree with Coach Brown. Um I mean, this may be the greatest trip that some of these guys ever taken their life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're spending five days at Atlantis. They get bowl gifts. They get all kinds of swag. They, I mean, it is, it's a unique experience. And for me, as I talk about, nobody does it better and nobody gives them a better student athlete experience than we do. When I get a chance to put them on a plane, take them to the Bahamas, not only them, but our, our coaches, families yeah. and my family. Um, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's, Yeah, I get it. It's not the college football playoffs and we won't have, you know, we may not have many, as many people watching as others, but I mean, we're going to have a chance to put a great brand on, on on national television, which is huge for our program. We got a chance to take our guys for five days to the Bahamas and, uh, and, and make sure that, you know, they feel like the, the, the kings of the earth and, uh, If you saw their face when they're walking around this resort, Hmm. you would never, ever, ever question again why they have bowl games besides the college football championship. These guys are on cloud nine. They've worked their rear ends off, and they deserve a trip like this.
0: Really well put. Coach, congratulations on a fantastic season with the 49ers. Good luck against Buffalo on Friday on ESPN, that national TV you mentioned. Uh, And we always appreciate your visits here on the David Glenn Show. So happy holidays to you, your family, your staff, and your guys from us at our show.
1: Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Talk you got to you it. Soon.
0: You got it. Will Healy, first-year head coach of the Charlotte 49ers, on Twitter at Coach underscore heels. He goes to Club Lit. That is a mythical place, but it becomes reality when the 49ers win football games. On Twitter at Coach underscore H-E-A-L-S, Will Healy at Coach underscore Heels. It is the first of 40 plus bowl games this Friday afternoon in the Bahamas, Buffalo against the Charlotte 49ers of our backyard. It's a two o'clock start on a Friday afternoon on ESPN. Keep in mind that the 40 plus bowl game season begins with three this weekend, and all three involve teams that we know well. So it's the 49ers against Buffalo on Friday, the two bowls on Saturday are the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta matching North Carolina A&T, the MEAC champion, against Alcorn State, the SWAC champion. That is the de facto HBCU National Championship game and a has won it three of the last four years, all three years that it went to Atlanta. The Aggies are one of the best FCS programs in the country. They have a chance to add yet another title to their list, this time again under Sam Washington, who joined us earlier this week. The New Orleans Bowl is Saturday, and it matches the Sun Belt champion App State Mountaineers against UAB. That, remember, will be Sean Clark, who had the interim label removed from his title he is the full-time head coach of the mountaineers of course succeeding the guy he worked for eli drinkwitz that will healy just mentioned one year with the mountaineers but off to family and life-changing money with missouri of the sec sean clark full-time head coach leads the mountaineers into battle for the first time in that capacity on Saturday in the New Orleans Bowl against UAB. We'll keep the bowl-bound coaches coming. Sean Clark of App State, Dave Clawson of Wake Forest. The others have already dropped by. Thanks to Will Healy for chiming in from the Bahamas. Fortunately, the reception was good enough for him to hang out with us for quite a while. Dick Vitale on college basketball, including UNC without the injured Cole Anthony, trying to somehow compete with number 2 Gonzaga tonight in college basketball. Folks out west are calling it the most anticipated college basketball game in the history of McCarthy Athletic Center, where the Zags play their home games. This is described that way because of the brand name that UNC basketball is. And those types of schools don't get to host the Tar Heels very often. Can the Tar Heels possibly live up to that billing? I don't see how they're going to be competitive, much less make a run at a victory without Cole Anthony, their most talented player and one of the highest-scoring freshmen in the entire nation. Santa Claus question of the day, who in North Carolina sports has the best chance of delivering something special Santa Claus style in the 2020 calendar year? More of your answers and more of mine. 1-800-849-2761 is your ticket in to The David Glenn Show. The head devil David Cutcliffe. You guys have a unique ability to, to just do it right. You know, all the fans are always going to defend their programs, and they should. Sometimes we all make somebody at another program mad or angry, but you guys are very fair to everybody.
1: The David Glenn Show.